1: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have defeated a troll and its assistants inside the Bastion of Failure. Butthole accidentally tried to raise a zombie from the dead, Juniper laid hands on anyone who needed it, and Quinny, in a shocking turn of events, requested not to be revivified or resurrected if he dies ever again. Can our heroes reclaim this bastion, and will Quinny survive the attempt? Find out next on Dom Dumb Doms and
2: Dragons.
1: You stand within the main hall of the Bastion of Failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you is a, a throne, um, a now empty spit, a uh, small fire, uh, cooking fire. Uh, there seem to be a, a couple chairs uh, near the near the fire. Um, some spilt drinks. Uh, it would seem that uh, some kind of social gathering was was interrupted. Um, behind you, the uh, the doors to the keep are open. Uh, the wormling having escaped out of them. Um, and uh, of course, uh, to your right is the uh, to your left is the the corpse of the uh, the ice troll that you you murdered. Um, to your right is the headless Duragar hammerer. Um, whose uh, neck continues to be eaten away by lingering acid. Um, you're standing in this, this hall. Uh, you've decided to clear out the Bastion of Failure in an attempt to uh, find a new home uh, for the people of the town uh, and, and, and uh, the remainder of your crew and the, the various people she's found as a, a safe haven against the, the undead. Um, but in order to do, to do that, you must first clear the keep, uh, which is where we, we find you. Uh, what would you like to do now? Did I find anything when I searched the bodies? Find anything noteworthy? Uh, not particularly. Just kind okay. of standard um, carrying stuff. Um, you get uh, 15 gold off the Durgar. I almost made back my investment on Reginald. Yeah. <laughs> um, from this room, uh, there are uh, three exit doors on this level. Um, there's the locked door of the Durgar couldn't get through, the door of the Durgar opened and got shot through, and one um, on the the west side. West wall, directly up across from the door where the Duragar got shot.
0: So I guess the question is: We know what's going to come through the one door. Do we tackle that, or we do we try to approach that from another entrance?
2: You
1: also well, have like- the two stair doors out in the lobby, uh, yeah. if you so desire. It seemed like the Duragar thought there'd more trolls or more Duragar, whatever, would be through the middle locked door because he was trying to go that way when he ran. But then he couldn't open it. And then he went into the trap door. So if we work on the lock, we might be heading towards more enemies, but fewer traps because they'll already have set them off. Otherwise, we could do these other routes, but we might be hitting more traps.
3: I mean, Quinny, you're kind of our trap robbery expert. What do you suggest? It could be another fake door, too. Uh, let's have a closer look. Uh, the door that this guy was yanking on, does it appear to be a door that actually leads somewhere? Or is it bricked up as well? Is it locked? Uh, give me an investigation, please. That's a better rule. Uh, 18 plus stuff. Uh,
1: 24. Okay. Um, this does seem to be a real door uh, from what you can tell. Um, and the uh, just giving it like a, a gentle, like not a full pull, but like a little gentle tug just to see if it's um, uh, locked. Uh, it now does seem to be barred on the other side.
3: Okay. So it goes somewhere. It's just locked on the other side.
1: Oh, yeah, not barred, but yes, locked.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, from my assessment, this uh, is not another fake door. Uh, this goes somewhere, but it's locked from the other side, which kind of makes it tricky sometimes to pick the lock. I could I could try, but I can't guarantee that I can get this door open.
1: Well, I mean, if somebody wants to keep us out, that seems like it'd be valuable. Uh, Juniper, what do you think? Uh,
0: I think we, I mean, we have to clear this whole thing eventually. Let's try this locked door.
1: Yeah. So, Tyler, I'll say it is locked from the other side, but there is a keyhole. Um, so, it does seem like you know, if you want to use thieves' tools, there is uh, there is possibility of of
3: unlocking it from the side. It's not like it's a one right. one sided lock. I just so happen to have thieves' tools on me. Oh, man. what? I know, serendipitous.
1: I'll try. Help, Sue, so please. <laughs> Butthole quietly farts into his hand, swishes it up, and blows it into Quinny's face. Just.
3: And he says, Ugh. do good.
1: Uh, and then he pats him <laughs> on the shoulder and he's cast guidance. So Quinny get to add a D4 to this ability check.
0: And and I think, Quinny, if you don't mind, I'm I'm just going to stand off to the side here, just beside you and grab your, the back of your shirt. And as soon as you unlock that door, I'm just going to yank you. So
3: appreciate it. Yep. We don't Try not to do it surprises. before though, because you know, I don't want to get pulled away in the middle of my work here. Oh yeah, good uh, thought. And then butthole I mean, go peace out on the other side of the door.
0: Going to err on the side of caution.
1: Cool. So go ahead with a sleight of hand, please. And, and you get to add one self four for guidance and advantage from using the tools.
3: Oh, okay. Your odds are good. Yeah. Ah, that was a better roll. Eighteen plus four on the uh, on the D four. It's twenty two. Nice. Uh, Plus one because of my all 20s that I got way back when. So what's that? 25? Three. 23. Uh, and then sleight of hand is 15. Um, so 36. 36. <laughs> now I'm making a note
1: here. Huge success. Uh, yeah. You very handily unlock it. It's not a complex lock. Um, you get the sense that it's, it's more meant just for, you know, When you need a door to close, it's not really, you know, an impenetrable uh, thing. Uh, You feel the lock click. Coins fall out of it. Like, oh, hey, I win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You feel the lock click uh, and you're confident you can open the door. What do you do?
3: Uh, I will look over my shoulder to Juniper and say, uh, I'm going to open the door. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one, now. And I'll open, like, turn the latch and.
0: And a yank.
3: Open it, yeah.
1: Um, as you do, there is a, uh, a burst of flame, um, and uh, you're pulled back from it, uh, Quinny. Uh, so it just kind of singes your boots uh, as you're, you're pulled away. Um, beyond, um, there is a uh, looks to be uh, sort of a kitchen um, area, uh, and it is on fire. Um, the uh, there's a uh, oh. dark uh, rolling smoke, uh,
3: but the entire room seems to be uh, ablaze. Quinnie like lands on his butt and immediately is like, oh, "Good thinking, Juniper. <laughs> Thanks." I mean, uh, um,
0: let's. Anyone have water?
3: <laughs> I mean, we got a whole lot of snow here. Um, oh, that's true. Is, the, is there anything in the fire, Tom? Like, butthole, be looking like. Is there someone who started it?
1: Like, are there people around, or is it just okay, a room that's on fire? Uh, you it's should just check a,
0: if it's a grease fire before we start throwing. Can water you roll me a perception? On it.
1: <laughs> yes, I can. That is a 19 19. all right um it uh it, it it's a kitchen that's on fire um there's no one in in the kitchen um the kitchen is just burning um but uh everything still looks relatively like it looks like a it, it, you suspect this, the fire was just started um the the kitchen itself is uh obviously taking damage now but isn't you know cinders and ash um but uh yeah you can see that it's it's a a fire on closer inspection um butthole given your time with gray water i think you'd be familiar enough with this um this looks like a hastily set fire uh like someone likely threw accelerant all over the place like just doused it in you know lamp oil or something and lit it up it's not a this isn't a careful fire this is a, a sloppy fire
0: and i'm assuming there's another door out
1: there is. Yep. Uh, you can, it's hard to see, but uh, there is a, um, you can see kind of um, stairs descending into a small area near the back that would clearly lead to uh, the basement uh, to cold storage. Um, you can also see a door on the North wall. You're currently uh, looking in from the West wall.
0: So someone's, uh, someone's covering their tracks and trying to keep us. Keep
3: us yeah. There. We need to put this out as quick as we can, especially if people are, are going to live here. This place can't be, burnt to shit, especially the kitchen. Uh, Quinny summons Frostbite, which mm-hmm. puts out open flame within 30 feet. Does that uh, do the job? It does. It is not
1: magical fire. Okay. So cool. uh, as you you draw your blade, I think it's um, 30 feet. A, a chill wind uh, sort of uh, emits from it, and uh, the uh, the fires go out. Okay. Um, oh, 30 feet the, is. okay. The room is, is damaged, but... Um, Similar to like, if, if a bunch of stuff caught fire and then you hit it with a, a fire extinguisher relatively quickly, there's, there's you know, damage, but it's not cinders, which is good. You've managed to
3: save the kitchen. Okay, great. I open my hand and frostbite slides into my open palm again, and it's it's disappeared. Great. Nice <clears throat> I'm work. going okay. to venture into this kitchen.
1: Cool. Um, moving into the kitchen, um, you find the, uh, the accelerant. Um, so there's a, a few empty flasks of... Um, of lamp oil um, mm. near the door leading to the basement. Um, to your eye, it very much looks like douse, 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 light and run. Yeah. Uh, the door in the North wall is ajar, and you can feel a cool breeze blowing through it. The basement door is closed. Basement door is closed. Yes. And it's got the accelerants outside. So they went down the basement, basically.
3: What do you make of the kind of person that sets fire to a room and then heads into the basement that room is adjoined to.
1: Well, if you're like a weird coward and you know that there's a wormling coming and maybe somebody attacked your friend, say you were listening through the door, you hear us show up, and then you go, oh, fuck, I don't want to die, but these guys suck. Uh, You start a fire and run away, closing the door, hoping there's a
3: way out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, maybe they put themselves in there where their food is. It just seems weird to set a fire and hide in the basement of the building. Well, I mean, if you set set a
0: fire, you're not going to go up.
3: I mean, to be clear, it's a stone building, guys.
1: This place isn't going to, like, burn down with a fire in the kitchen. It'll just torch what's in the kitchen.
3: Oh, yeah. Castles, right.
1: I'm going to roll an investigation check, Quinny, if you're trying to get get a lay of the room. Not a great roll. Investigation, uh, nine. Yeah, beyond the flasks. You don't really get much of a sense of it. Uh, Butthole, would you be trying to ascertain, or Juniper, would you be doing any more work in this room? Or I think or Butthole would, would just be doing have? his general kind of walk-in, Sherlock, see what he sees kind of sure. thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, Juniper's not looking for specifics. It's...
1: Yeah, just kind of a general what yeah, happened here. I mean, Basically. for Butthole, that's a 29. Eight. But, no, not a 29. That's Yeah, oh yeah, that's a 29. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Butthole, as you're locking your way through the room, um, you, uh, you trip over uh, something. It's um, a large um, iron ring uh, with a, uh, a hinge on one side and uh, a lock on the other. It seems to have little spikes uh, on the inside of the ring uh, attached uh, to a length of chain um, ending in a leather grip. Oh, this is where the wormling was tied up. Right here, see? It was hooked into the ground, and then it was designed to protect the room. Uh, it's not hooked to the ground. It looks like a handle, like you would carry, like a leash. Some guy had a wormling on a leash, and then it got away. So he probably launched it at the bad guys, set a fire, booked it.
3: Do we think that's Duke Fane, then? Guy's Could be Duke Fane. Could be a, a different
1: different troll if they don't like each other. All I'm guessing is that this wormling was some kind of pet.
3: All right, shall we go down to the basement then? If the person's a coward and ran away, maybe we can bully them. I don't know. I'd also just like to know if there's food here because we've got a lot of starving people coming in. Yeah, okay. So basement, cold storage. Yeah. Do we want to secure that open door first so no one gets us in the back? I mean, logically, yes. Probably We should look into that room. Okay, all right. Basement Um, on the to-do list. First and foremost, the open door.
1: (laughs) Tom, (laughs) can I... I'd like to go along the wall to where that door is. I haven't had throwing hammers forever because I haven't had Goblin Junior, but now I have an armored wolf with throwing <laughs> hammers, uh, and I would like to throw a throwing hammer to knock the door open from where it is ajar, so nobody sure. has to actually approach it. All right, so you, you toss your hammer with great force. Uh, it hits the door. The door creaks open, um, and uh, you hear the the hammer clatter away. Uh, and there's no s- noise uh, aside from the the howl of wind. Um, and you feel a, an icy breeze blasting through it at a higher rate than you'd expect. All right, let's go take a peeky-poo. Uh, and he'll kind of, with his shield and hammer in hand, kind of go to the door to look through it. Great. Um, inside, uh, you see sort of a, a beautiful, almost uh, observation room. Um, there seems to be a... Uh, it, it opens onto... Uh, theoretically, would have been like a balcony, uh, an enclosed balcony, um, you can see a number of um, work tables set up um, with flasks and alchemical uh, materials. Um, there's a diagram of the uh, the castle uh, pinned up to an easel um, along with kind of a desk full of notes. Um, outside uh, you can see um, what looks to be frozen water um, so uh, what would have probably been a waterfall uh, at some point. Mm. Uh, that is frozen. Um, however, there is a, uh, a massive melted hole uh, in the middle of it. Um, you can see uh, some patons uh, and climbing rope uh, hanging off the, the balcony and leading out through the hole. And outside, uh, from here, you can see kind of out uh, across the mountains um, and uh, the, the wind and snow howls through. So somebody a- left this place. And dug a hole through a mountain, or melted a hole through it. And they've gone that way. We could follow along, Patons. Um, roll me an insight, please. If you're doing your, uh, he is, he is, and he's using some moonhammer powers as well. Mm-hmm. It's Twenty-three. Uh, it looks like people came in, not went out. Mm. Okay, so somebody broke in through this room. But I guess we're um, just like. Looking to your left, you also see that the uh, the door into the uh, sort of central hall is uh, barricaded shut. Uh, so the door of the Duragar couldn't get through has been barricaded with tables and things from from around this room. Okay, so there was somebody in here when the troll and those dickheads came in uh, trying to defend it because he barricaded this. They may have been a thief because they could have broken in through the window. So it might not be Duke Fane or it could be Fane
3: and the trolls came in through a window. I don't know. It's a weird, this, so there's far, a third not- party here. I'm not getting necromancery vibes from this kind of behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the necromancers that I think now I'm thinking, have we run into necromancers? Not really that much, but like there's Moreau. There, there's you kind of know spooky, they wear
1: black. I mean, Quiddy wasn't there. He never met Moreau. He was busy uh helping oh, yeah. Ranger use the bathroom
3: with handcuffs.
1: <laughs> I mean, logically, <laughs> no, this, but it's an undead zone. So like
3: this. We're, oh, where he doesn't is, have his dude, undead horde to protect him. Okay, so maybe he is a little more. Yeah, this
1: necromancer like, gave up on necromancy, which is weird.
3: So I don't know All what right. we're
1: expecting. But somebody broke in a window, which clearly wasn't Duke Fane. And the trolls look like they broke in the front. So either there's way more trolls than we thought, and they broke in in a bunch of places, which is bad. Or there's a third party we don't know about. So there's Fane, question mark, break a window group,
3: and trolls in front. Okay.
1: Well, we've dealt
3: with the trolls so far. Let's go check out the basement. I guess. And then he'll like reclaim his hammer and then close the story. And it's like, Quinny, can you lock this door? Just cause I don't know. We can, if it locks, I can lock it. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> from what you're seeing of the keep, they all have a similar lock system. Okay. Um, but uh, to your surprise. And I mean, it's almost an insult. I think it's like someone who has like the same password for everything. Um, you, you go to like, Futs with it, and you find it's exactly the same lock mechanism as as the kitchen door. Mm-hmm. Likely, um, both of these doors, and you're not sure how many others, uh, could be operated by a
3: single key. Okay. It's the same lock, everyone. So if you find a key, it might just be the key to all the doors in this place. Um, I'm going to check that basement door for traps, just given the track record of this place so far. So stand clear. Give me a minute to work here, and I'll see if we can get this thing open.
1: Okay. But I'll just like stand petting Goblin Jr. because great.
0: I mean, I got your back again.
1: Appreciate it. (laughs) All right. uh, Quinny, go ahead with, um, I think we'll stick to our either investigation or sleight of hand. Uh, Well, I want to check for traps, so investigation. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Nat 20.
0: Hey. Hey, nice.
1: Um, the, uh, the door is, uh, is, is locked. Uh, you get the sense it's probably barred on the other side, uh, rather than simply locked, but, uh, no traps looks like it was sort of slammed shut and locked. Um, there is, um, the same locking mechanism. Um, and based on what you saw of the previous barricade, odds are, this was like a hasty, a hasty barricade, not like a proper lock system. So that's uh that's what you get
3: from this. Okay. Well, I'll try to unlock it then now to at least get us that far.
1: Okay. Um, so you um knowing what the locks are, um, you're able to unlock that part fairly easily. Um, mm-hmm. but when you try the door, it
3: is uh it is blocked from the other side. Bear you kidding. could probably force it, but uh then I think when he steps away and says, uh, this is gonna take a stronger hand than what I've kind of got. Uh who wants to who wants to charge on in there? juniper you want to take a shot and
0: yes yeah, is it, is, it's uh a push door yes I'll then i'll ram it
1: great uh go ahead and roll you me still crunch no no uh, she's okay. back to juniper yeah, uh, sure. give me uh athletics please
2: all right ah
0: uh, it's a 10
1: um, you uh, you slam up against the door and uh, bounce off of it. Um, you get the sense that just the combination of the weight of the door and the shit that's been
3: piled on the other side is is making it difficult. This might take two strong people, butthole. Kind of a unified battering ram situation. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I feel like, Juniper, you, I think, well, you're probably stronger than me, so why don't you take
1: the outside and I'll do the inside where the, the hinges are because that won't swing as far, but I can add myself to help.
0: All right one two three hit not on three it's one two three hit no one two three hit hit narf all right so one two three hit
1: hit oh. wait we did it at the same time why it? do you look frustrated i thought uh, that one, was good
0: Two three
1: hit hit Wait, that was slower. Are you going to count at the same speed? Uh, And then I think the moment you take off, he just follows you. (laughs) Uh, So, Juniper, go ahead. uh, Roll again with advantage. Okay. (laughs) The butthole advantage. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have Indicloud back as a sponsor. As Indicloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product. Dink-sickles. <laughs>
2: Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the Butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then. For if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer.
0: Twenty total and uh,
1: twenty five. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, so with both of you throwing your weight at it, um, you hear a, a clatter of uh, of crates on the other side as uh, as you knock the door open. Um, some uh, some heavy boxes and um, you're gonna like they spill um, uh, what look to be kind of like canned goods and that sort of thing out um, as uh, as you crash through it. Uh, they tumble down a few stairs onto a landing. Uh, you can tell that it kind of the, the stairs lead down to a little landing and then further down into the basement itself. Um,
3: but uh, the door is open. Is it dark down there in the basement? Hell yeah, guys! I'll go first. <laughs> I've got I got devil's sight. I can I can see without lighting my way.
1: Yes. All right, then you do that. I'm going to light this friggin' torch. Uh, <laughs> he'll light a torch uh, himself and be able to follow.
3: Oh wait! Amazing. No, he won't.
1: He's like, I haven't had this bag for so long, and he lights his <laughs> torch, and then he like blows it out really hurriedly, like, <laughs> uh, and then he's like, I forgot I had this, and he takes out his like one eye goggle of the owl that looks like one half of Elton John's sunglasses <laughs> that are like white and sparkly, and he puts <laughs> it on, and now he can see in the dark out of one eye. Fancy,
0: nice. Um, all
3: can right. You know, can you see in the dark? N- n- no. Give me two seconds. I'll have a quick look. And then we'll light. We'll light I it mean, so you can come down.
0: I could with my monocle of the owl.
3: Oh, she's got sure. the other one. Which oh, then put that? On. No,
0: no. Which I'm sure is in Xanthus's lab.
3: <laughs> oh, so right. Xanthus oh, has it now. Sorry, it's it's just still so weird that like your body's right here, but your stuff is somewhere yeah. else. Right? Yeah,
1: it's also just a weird thing for you to say that you could use a thing that you don't have.
0: I mean, I could in in the past. So it's problem with the word could, it's there's ambiguity anyway. Makes
1: an ass to of you and an ass to of me. That's what the word could does. <laughs> um, all right. Okay, so so Quinny, go ahead and roll me stealth, please. And uh butthole, you're trying to sneak along with him. I think he'll let him like get a bit ahead, and then butthole will will follow in a less sneaky way to perhaps draw attention. Uh 18. 18 okay so that was a low roll <laughs> i was going to say you must have rolled dog shit <laughs> yeah, to get 18 I did. uh and you've got uh devil sight correct i do yes not, not
3: dark sight what does devil sight do i can see in uh magical and non-magical darkness Ooh, up wow. to a certain amount of distance if that matters i can pull that up
1: ah uh, no it doesn't um so uh Quinny, you begin to uh to edge down um the uh the stairs and it's it's like Darker than it, it should be, but uh, your devil's sight uh, cares not for that. Mm. Uh, as you make your way down, um, as you kind of like peer around the corner, uh, you can see uh, some, it's clearly a, a cold storage. Um, there's a sort of a, a big room with a dirt floor, um, heavy walls, sort of columns uh, holding up the ceiling. Uh, and you can see stores uh, of food, um, preserved uh There's a lot of, like, rotted fresh food, but um, there's definitely preserves and that sort of thing around. It's not the best stock you've ever seen, but it's not bad. um, You know, as... Yeah, it's a start. Um, But uh, most alarmingly, um, you see a a few uh, sort of prep tables and things have been knocked over to create barricades, um, and there are uh, two drow archers crouched. Um, However, uh, they're kind of grinning to each other, And as you quickly look around, uh, you realize that you're actually standing in an orb of darkness uh, that they have summoned. Unfortunately for them, your devil's sight pierces it. So they're pretty convinced that anyone coming down here is going to be lost in in their extraordinarily specific drow power of being able to summon an orb of darkness. (laughs) Um, But unfortunately for them, you care not for their orbs.
3: (laughs) Okay.
1: Beyond them, you can see an open door, um, with, with like light. And you can see there's actually light in the cold storage room. They just, the orbit of darkness is what's preventing you guys from, from seeing it. Um, beyond them, um, on the, uh, so you're coming down from the East wall is where the stairs come in on the West wall, leading kind of back under what you would imagine to be the center of the, uh, the keep, uh, the is open and, uh, you can hear the
3: sounds of combat. Oh, combat. Dang. There's a lot going on in this castle. um, Okay. My friends won't be able to do anything about that orb of darkness. So it's up to me to deal with that. Can I get any kind of sense on who's casting it? I can't remember if it's concentration or if it just sits there, but does someone appear to be trying to maintain this? Let me
1: confirm that for you. Okay.
3: Uh, I don't even know if that's something that can be perceived <coughs>
1: well, what wearing but, like but, a um, wizard
3: costume? You're like, eh, uh-huh. it's
0: the wizard one. Roll a 20. Well, yeah, I'm she- sure you can perceive it.
1: I think because Quinny's like up ahead and butthole and Juniper have a moment alone, he's gonna look to her and be like,
2: so are you at all concerned about Quinny's new I want to die for everything? Because that kind of came out of nowhere.
0: I I mean I it seems strange that it was just because of the farting stuff. Um, I mean, that's, it's kind of weird and I I guess unusual and uncomfortable for some people, but like, I probably would rather be farted into than die. Then again, like we didn't go through what he went through in hell. Like he's, he's died.
1: Wait, do you mean like back in hell long ago? Yeah. Yeah, but he came out of that fire. I'm trying to think. like, what happened since I left that made him so sad he'd rather be dead?
0: Uh,
3: because you've actually been around a lot more than i have like what happened recently because before that he was always like fuck him i'm gonna rob everybody everybody sucks i hate them and i'm cool
0: i'll be honest i didn't really spend much time with him he was with alan doing alan and reginald doing a bunch of stuff
3: Oh, man, I'm going to have to talk to Reginald to get advice on Quinny. This is a weird twist.
0: I mean, Alan was kind of weird doing her own thing, wrapped up in her own stuff at that time.
1: But Quinny never, like, came back and seemed, like, really down or something.
0: I mean, he's always kind of down, isn't he?
1: I mean, when I've known him, he's always just been kind of a bitter asshole, but he always seems to take a great deal of pleasure in the fact that he's better at things than other people. So I've never really known a sad Quinny. Maybe. Butthole, can you roll me an insight check, please? Yes, I can. On Quinny? So I'll give you advantage because of love. (laughs) (laughs) We (laughs) always spend more time thinking about our crushes than we do about... uh, (laughs) That's a 29. (laughs) As I said. (laughs) That's like analyzing how long until you see the three dots of response uh, on a phone. Um, By leaving Quinny uh, the, the responsibility of becoming king of a car... Uh, and and with the burden of of responsibility, you you've heard a little bit of, of of kind of his his challenges with that, but you realize that like. Quinny may have changed rather drastically in the time that you've been gone because you gave him a, a, a real heavy responsibility that maybe grew him beyond just caring about material goods, and though he's back to that now, you have to wonder what happens to someone when you take away their purpose.
3: Wait, is this because I'm king again? Oh crap. Do I need to make him be king? I'm the butthammer, so I'm kind of conflicted in my duties. You
1: do also know he didn't love being king, and the kingliness may not actually be the issue. It's just he's won a thiefy, he came back from the dead, and now he's absolved of responsibility. He might just be uh, might just be missing some purpose. Oh wait! I feel like Ed, Ed, Juniper has just been looking at Butthole, who's been pausing for the exact length yeah. of time you've been talking, Tom, <laughs> just, as he's been thinking about things, I, and then I've slightly seen, like, just eyes kind of face yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his eyes just glow a little bit, and then he talks again <laughs> as though he's talking to himself, as though one could say the god of his universe is giving him information, and he's like, "Oh, Quinny doesn't have a purpose." That's tricky because he wanted Stefy and then he became the thieves and then he brought me back. Quinny doesn't have anything to do, there's no driving
3: purpose in his life.
0: Well, Juniper, no we need to driving figure driving purpose in a whole lot of hardship.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't fix that other thing. We can find him
1: a purpose. <laughs> so quietly adding to Juniper's find someone to make uh the chair just cosmetically change to match her various personas. Uh, butthole, you add, help Help, Quinny find uh, find new purpose uh, to your side quest
2: book. Also, um, Juniper, he dies a lot. Like, we need to figure this out fast. He's very fragile, and he thinks a lot of him coming back was just him waking up. It's
3: not. He died, like, at least once or twice a battle all the friggin' time.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Quinny, uh, it is a concentration spell. Um, however, you can't tell who cast it. Um... And thus,
3: you want to roll me an Arcana, I guess. Try for Arcana. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, suss this out. I was going to say suss out this puzzle, so I called it pus. Puss Puss out this suss. Arcana plus one, 17.
1: 17. Um, given how much darkness is, is happening, um, your guess would be that both of them cast orbs uh, because this whole... Again, given how light you can see... Like, you can see torches burning in the cold storage... Um, you get the sense that this whole kind of blocker on the, uh, the stairs is, is darkness.
3: Okay. I can't use any of that. Okay. Um, I will just very carefully peel back um, and uh, quietly tiptoe back up the stairs to join Butthole and Juniper um, and say uh, the room is lit but there are two drow down there with bows drawn on the on these stairs, and they've cast some kind of magical darkness, I don't think you're going to be able to see, even with those devices, or Juniper, you know, just at all. <laughs> Unless we deal with the spellcasters. Got to disrupt their concentration, got to hit them, and then shake the spell off. I can I see in there. I can go in. Okay. And, you know, there's two of them. 50-50, maybe I get them i i i can i I, I think i can definitely hit one okay just just a second
1: okay i rolled a nat one on my insight check for my spell cast which means butthole is 110 percent
3: sure it is the one on the left and he will convince you that it is the one on the left it is not the one on the left (laughs) well it's both of them but yeah okay
0: yeah
3: i'll start with the one on the left Perfect. Uh, If you do that, it's definitely going to go away, and then we can just charge down from up here. Nobody's going to get hurt. It's going to be a breeze. Honestly, I think you can take them both with no complications. Yeah, I agree, because I'm great, Uh, but I'm going to need you guys to come down blind, you know, shields up, whatever you can do, to take a hit or two while I deal with these casters.
0: If I cast a random moonbeam, you could tell me how far to move it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make sure you hit the one on the left. It's definitely the one on the left <laughs> to you in the orb.
0: I don't know where left and right is. I'm just gonna take I, a space like somewhere away.
3: <laughs> Can I recall just from checking that place out already, Tom, where they would be positioned and, and just give Juniper that info now? Um I mean yeah. is it line of sight, Juniper?
0: Um Probably. I'm actually just making sure no, just 120 feet. No, nope. I don't have to be able to see it.
1: So I'm gonna say that you can't conceive of where they would be in this room. So it's not like just a snap, they die over there. Yeah. <clears throat> this will instead be like uh having just played a bunch of Dragon Age and being like, okay, well, I can move my like if I'm a spellcaster, my targeting circle like Same. directly out in front of me to the sides. So basically you'll need Quinny to give you instructions on where to move it. But. Tom, you've been playing a lot of Gears of War. This is the Hammer of Dawn. It is. It 100% is. I was also thinking Gears Tactics, but I'm like, no one's talking about that. But I'm like, I've lobbed enough blind grenades to know. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, full-on Hammer of Dawn or um, if we want to go way the fuck back to Final Fantasy Spirits Within, just fire up that Zeus cannon, baby. Let's hit some stuff on the ground. Um, so, uh, yeah. uh so Quinny will have to direct it. But you you can you can absolutely summon it. So, so if Quinty, I cast it could, like
0: 20 feet away, that'll be close enough that you can then direct me from there?
3: Well, I was going to say, you probably need to be with him in the dark so he can see, but he can whisper to you so they can't just like, I don't know, figure out what the fuck's going on. If he's yelling, they'll shoot him. I can get the drop on him. So I can at least get one free hit in. But then, yeah, w- things will get loud. But, but it, couldn't you just sit in the orb if they can't see into it? You can peek around the corner and be like, a little bit to the left. They get they're, fried until they turn it off, right? They're drow. They live in darkness perpetually. I'm sure they can see. But they didn't see you when you looked last time. Because I'm sneaky. Yeah, but I'm saying if you be sneaky, you keep Juniper around the corner, you can be like, a little bit to the left. And then she'll do that. With an active moonbeam? Well, it'd be on them, not on you. Well, like, what are,
0: why, why do you have to be silent once the moonbeam goes? Just yell yeah. it. They already know that something's going on. I'm saying very quietly.
3: but <laughs> <Not> emphatically. Yes. <laughs> so our plan is for Quinny to charge into a room and then for you to blind fire essentially a magical gun into no. the same room. All right. I flip open my eyepatch and I pluck my eye of true seeing out and I say, give me your hand to anyone, either one of you. All right. We both hold our hands out. (laughs) Juniper, I slap into Juniper's hand. I say, "You activate that. You can see in the magical darkness." I like flip my (laughs) eye patch down, and I I say, "I want that back." Uh, And I uh, sneak down the stairs. I would like to cast uh, minor illusion uh, behind the drow.
1: Damn! All right. All right. That
3: door closing, like slamming (laughs) shut.
1: That's fucking rad. Uh, Okay.
0: it's squidgy.
1: Okay, I'm gonna roll for them to see. It's gonna be a wisdom save, I think. Yep. Uh, all right. So one of them absolutely uh, turns around. Uh, none of you speak Drow, is that correct? Correct.
3: Mm, mm. Nope. Great.
1: Um, so uh, actually, you know what? They they sign anyway. So, but they're holding bows, so they can't. So one of them turns. Um, and just mutters something in drow. Uh, and the other one, like, hisses something kind of frustrated. Um, but if there was ever a time that these two centuries were going to be distracted, it's right now. Juniper, what do you do?
0: Um, I mean, how do I use this thing?
3: Listen, <laughs> I tried to have see? a plan.
0: Oh, I just, like, point the eyeball, like, forwards. Like, can I see
3: Maybe hold it in front of your eye. Listen, I tried to type this out. I put out, it up to my eye. Got grumpy.
0: <laughs> How do I activate this?
3: I, I mean, you have just as much information as Quinny ever did. The magical items are usually pretty intuitive. <laughs> Stick it in your mouth and bite down.
1: Uh.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> bite on, I Yeah, I know. I got to look up what it does <laughs> if it isn't in your face.
0: I mean, it is uh, in my face.
1: <laughs> you suddenly see, like, uh, everything. It's like multiple cameras are on at the same time. Uh, you get the sense this is definitely not how you're supposed to use it. Uh, you chomp down, and suddenly you can see everything from all directions. Uh, you panic uh, and roll forward, uh, not using your your uh, orb, because you're just panicked by being overwhelmed. Oh, no. um, Your chair rattles down the stairs, and you slam into the wall uh, at, at the landing. Um, and uh, you just hear one of them go, like, which of course sounds like oh shit in any language <laughs> um and uh they are going to launch a weapon at you um as you deal with sensory overload uh <laughs> everyone go ahead and roll great. initiative <laughs> awesome
0: um
1: laura what's your what's your ac
0: 21 and my the initiative top, is also 21
1: Mm-hmm. Butthole's just thinking. Why would anyone want to just whisper and use a moonbeam when we can all be idiots? <laughs> Fourteen for butthole. Okay, one sec, one sec, <laughs> one sec. Hang, hey, hang all those. I gotta damage Juniper first, and then we can talk.
0: Oh boy!
1: All right. Uh, so Juniper, uh, you get hit by an acid arrow. Uh, ah! You take. 12 points of acid damage. Shit. Um, and uh, you'll take 2d4 more acid damage. Oh, bloody uh, no. At the end of your next turn. Okay. Um. And uh, yeah, give me those sweet, sweet initiatives now, please.
0: 21. Now, 21
1: for Juniper, 7 for Quinny? Yeah. 14 for Butthole. Strange. I don't think I've ever seen you with an initiative that low. So, I rolled it two.
0: I rolled yeah, let's do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a rock.
0: you um, plus five. Yeah. You're <laughs> Of course. You're. That makes sense.
1: All right. So uh, in a, in an alarming uh, turn of events that makes narratively very little sense, Juniper, you're up first. <laughs> I mean, I um, guess like you have been seeing in 360 and you did just slam into uh, into a wall. Uh, I need you to roll me a constitution save
0: please. Uh that's fair. Um Okay. God, I wish I was good. uh 12.
1: As you hit the wall, uh you're jarred. Uh your head bounces off the the stone and in uh, a panic you no. swallow the eye.
0: <laughs> Can I still see?
1: Uh, you can see normally, but no, you don't have any magical seeing powers. It's in it's in your tum-tum. What? So oh. if she's hit the end of the stairs, Thomas, she's still in the orb of darkness because then she can't see. Yes. You're in the orb of darkness. You're against a wall. Uh, elves are off to your right. You know they're you're- over there because you just got hit by acid in the I side of I know they're the over
0: there. So I just yell, <laughs> just like take my best. G-. Quinny's not there, right? Because I just rolled down and <laughs> yeah, You can't
1: see him. I can't see where He's I am. He's back up the stairs, but yes, you can't see him. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, because he went down, too. So they're both there. Just, she just yeah. hurtled past him and hit the edge. Oh, yes, I see. I see. Yes, yes. I got like, shot.
0: All right, stay back. And I just literally take my <laughs> guess, my best guess as to where they are and say, light of the moon, protect me. <laughs>
1: just. Great. Moonbeam. <laughs> Quinny, uh, she's speaking awfully clearly for someone who
3: has your eye in her mouth. <laughs> have to wait for it to pass and. <laughs> As like as, a lot of soap. I don't know if Pretty like would know a, she a, put it in her mouth. No, as soon I wouldn't, as I, I yell it out, you just hear me going, <laughs> 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 I'm just
0: trying to get it up. <laughs> you,
1: you you do not. and uh, you can't ask <laughs> Moonbeam. So Laura, um, I'm I am we gonna have to, to talk through how casting Moonbeam when you can't see anything and are kind of disoriented works. Normally you just pick a point near you and, and fire. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, because it doesn't say anything about, like, that you have to be able to see it.
1: All right, to I think what you're... I want then uh, from you is a wisdom save. And this okay. is just for you in the moment. Because wisdom is, as we, we've we discussed with Butthole a bunch, like, just very much um, reactionary gut instinct, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think this is you just being like, fuck it, ah! And in uh, hoping that it, it lands in the right place. So go ahead and roll. Uh, if you succeed... It's going where you want it to. If you fail, it is not.
0: Oh, <laughs> 10.
1: <laughs> 10. <clears throat> All right. So um, you you yell it. Uh, you thrust out your arm uh, and a bunch of shriveled radishes explode uh, in the, the back corner of, of the room. Uh, you've cast it behind the drow. Uh, and are just fucking destroying those radishes. Fuck those radishes! Oh no, yeah. um, they were they were rotten anyway. There was nothing you could do okay. with them. But really, you're just waging war against botulism. Is really your your well, that's your saving a noble Lives cause. Is What you're doing, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that said, um, the drow who uh, was following Quinny's uh, illusion um, turns in shock. Uh, at this this hit, uh, and uh, his concentration is broken. So one of the orbs disappears. So now, butthole, you can see to the bottom of the stairs. Um, there's still an orb there um, that is consuming Juniper and uh, Quinny, but it is much clearer where that delineation is now. It's basically just covering that landing and uh, the bottom of the stairs. The rest of it is is clearer. Um, quite quite a turn, Juniper. I believe in you, uh, butthole. <coughs> Great. Butthole is just going to charge into the darkness. That's all he can do. Just down the stairs, into the darkness. Cool. Is the Um, whole bottom. I imagine they filled the room around them with the orb, right? Like It's only 15 feet. So they're mostly covering the stairs and just the area in front of it. So roll me... um, Oh, boy. I'm going to want... You know what? Actually, I'll give you athletics. I was going to say dexterity. But I'll give you... Athletics uh for being someone running down a flight of stairs very quickly, having to turn and run down more stairs in the dark. Normally I'd say it's dicks, but I also feel like with athletics, it's, it's just kind of like throwing your arms out and like forcing your way down the, the walls. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's got enough armor that I think dexterity, yeah, he just let his, ar- his shoulders hit wall as long as he could stay. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and Sorry, realistically, again. this this you know, again, it's it's the cold storage. It's not like this is a massive staircase. Like you could very easily like just put your arms out and kind of help guide, but I think you're doing that like wall-running thing, just dragging yeah. yourself awkwardly pinballing on, <laughs> spinning off the sides stumbling down the stairs. That's a 15 15. all right fantastic you stumbled into the room um, with no disadvantages. Uh, one elf is looking uh, into the corner at uh, the moonbeam that's just blowing up radishes. Um, the other one uh, who just sent the uh, acid arrow um, is uh, he's like reaching back to his quiver for an actual arrow. Um, but uh, both of them are distracted. What do you do? Great guy reaching for arrow hammer right in the face, like just two, like, like one handed bringing it down. It's like he appears out of a wall of darkness and it's just a hammer swinging at a head Sure, go ahead. Do I have advantage? Cause I'm coming out of darkness. I imagine not. Cause you do brown. not. Cause he's, he's yeah. been waiting for you. Um, awesome. He can't shoot you immediately. Like he doesn't get an attack of opportunity because he's out of ammo, but he was aware that this was all coming. Yeah. yeah. And he thinks he's ready. Until a wolf hurls itself out of the dark and <laughs> hits him in the chest to bounce him off. Can I do that? I got Goblin Junior. He's yeah, you opinion. absolutely can. Uh, I was just working out the logistics of what that looks like. So you come like barreling down, coming out. suddenly, it's just like this giant, you know, like flaming bearded man in armor comes flying out with a hammer. Um, yeah. And he's like reaching for an arrow. He's already like looking at your eye, knowing like there's no face armor. Like this is easy. Um, sir so reaches back and then suddenly between your legs um, Goblin Junior just leaps and like he's got like a grin as much as you know anthropomorphic dogs can have grins fucking like tongue is flapping in the air and it's just like ah um, and uh, you seem just like look look at Goblin Junior look at you and that momentary distraction is everything you need go ahead and that's roll perfect t- Junior's going for the crotch and I'm going for the face that's a net 20
0: Nice. Soaring
1: through the air. <laughs> I do uh, 12 regular damage plus with the you know rippling green fart light of Moonhammer. Uh I do an additional 14 damage, uh 14 radiant damage uh, for a total of 26 damage. Damn man. Um He's, uh, he's looking rough. Uh, that, that was uh, a lot for him. Um, still up, but not, not looking too, too hardy as just, you crack him across the head and he you, he kind of stumbles backward. Um, and, uh, still like fumbling for an arrow, but just kind of absently having just been clocked in the head with a hammer, uh, and then just kind of shaking his head and, and reaching for his saber.
3: Yeah, um, I think butthole says to whoever buys your helmets, <laughs> whoever made your helmet. I want one. I guess he feels like he should have killed him, but clearly that helmet is
1: quality. Truly. Uh, Bring us to the drow. Um, So he, uh, you know, shakes his head, um, fumbles for his saber, drops his bow, um, and then just like um, darts forward, um, still slightly uncertain on his feet uh, with a slashing attack at you. Uh, What's your AC? 23. Wow. Um. All right, he fails with both attacks. It's just like he swings and swings, but it's it's for you, it's a little bit like a boxer who's dazed. Like, the strikes are good, but you can see them coming. He's telegraphing them. He's doing that, like, arc back thing before he swings. Uh, his bell is well and clearly rung. Um, so he misses with both um, and uh, yells to his companion. Uh, his companion, though, is uh, far enough away that he can open fire. Um, so he's going to shoot you uh, thrice uh, with his uh, short bow. Uh, ooh, that's an at 20. Uh all right, two two hit, one's a, a crit. Uh so that is on uh the crit you will be taking uh 16. Okay. And on the normal attack, uh you'll take seven. That's Twenty-three total. Um, as he just, like, f- full-on Legolas, like, whips three three arrows. And then he has the same moment you just had with the helmet, where he, like, fires all three confidently and kind of, like, rises and ra- lowers his bow and then sees <laughs> you're still standing and kind of, like, starts panicking, like, almost Muppet-style and just, like, wide eyes, starts reaching for more arrows. Um,
3: Quinny, is all the darkness gone now that people have been getting hit? Yes. Okay. Um... Or oh, wait, sorry.
1: Uh, no, because the guy. I clean the bell. Oh, you did? Yes, you did. Yeah, you rung guy. the bell, and the guy. Yeah, he absolutely drops concentration. He is no longer paying attention. He also is kind of convinced you're the only thing. Like he's he's like, oh, that's that's the thing we threw acid at. We're fine.
3: Right. <laughs> uh, and moonbeam is still up, or does? Yes, moonbeam Hell is yeah. up and in the corner. Okay. Uh, it's it's behind this guy with
1: the bow, right? It's behind the guy um, Ryan is fighting. The other guy is so they were like standing next to each other. The the other uh so we'll say left and right. Left is who Ryan is fighting, right is the guy who got distracted by your illusion and by moonbeam, and now has his
3: bow up. But he's only okay. like six feet away. He's not they were yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Um since butthole is gonna be able to attack that guy soon. Um I'm going to Eldritch Blast the guy that Butthole is fighting, and push him into the (laughs) moonbeam if I can hit him. I'm going to fire both beams at him to push him. If both hit, it's 20 feet. Nat 20. And a 4 plus 8. Probably not enough.
1: 12.
3: Uh, Yes, no, only the nat 20. Oh, that at least pushes him 10 feet. Um, I hope that's enough to push him into the moonbeam. And that's a 2 for the damage.
1: Okay, so yeah, just in in classic Zack Snyder slow mo, just blasted back, um, you know, like flailing with the the saber, um, uh, and uh, suddenly you know disappears into light uh, where he will take damage. I guess on Laura, how how do you think the we would adjudicate his, this? Start of his start turn. Start
0: of his turn. Yeah. Okay, okay,
1: great. So he hits the wall in the moonbeam and just kind of looks up and looks out. Um, as he's completely lit up and he, he he's like squinting against
3: it it's it's violently yeah. bright for his uh underdark eyes i'm going to move to one of the crates and use my um cunning action to hide there's the
1: Quinny we know and love Yay. yeah uh top of the round uh juniper um the darkness is gone uh you now have clear line of sight uh however one of them is trapped in the moonbeam um yeah
0: who the is Butthole, you're not engaged, right? Because that was not business.
1: anymore. Because Quinny just blew the guy away. So there's oh. a guy six feet from Butthole to his right, who has a bow out. Does
3: that does that produce an opportunity of attack from Butthole not when I feet. move enemies? Uh oh, when you move enemies, actually, I
1: I don't know if this is rules as written, but I would say yeah, that makes sense to me. If like Butthole's in close combat, a guy gets like blown away. Um, I think based on the fact that it's an attack that came over your shoulder, we'll say it's a disadvantage, but I think you can take a free swing as he gets knocked away. Sure, yeah, I'll go for it. Because I think if he's like turning and walking away, there's enough indicating to you as a close combat combatant that he's leaving and you can take the swing. In this case, it's like you're fighting, you're fighting, and then, you know, the Hulk punching uh, Thor Thor through a wall. It's just like a a sudden like, bah! Um, (laughs) But I think given that you're you're already swinging, you could like, you know, tap out with the the hat. So that's a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Great. And that will do... 12 damage. So we'll say he manages actually on the way out to tag him with the edge of the shield where it's got, it's like two oh, yeah, Rex yeah, yeah. teeth where the hammer's been going and it's just wham on the way past. Great. Right. You uh, you give him a cypher or squall cut uh, from uh, FF8 across his face. So just like diagonal cut up uh, across the nose. Uh, as he, he gets blasted back so there's just a trail of blood as he flies into the uh into the moonbeam uh juniper
0: wait so we just just got guys in the moonbeam now
1: you have one guy in the moonbeam who's very badly injured and you have one guy who is untouched but very distracted oh, uh, who's firing at at uh at bubble. gosh
0: yeah um i think i'm i just like rotate on the spot and just like to pull that trigger, that revolver I got just twice. Thought uh, you might. Twice. Yep.
1: D- go ahead. Fan <laughs> <Sand> that hammer. <laughs> that's
0: sixteen to hit. Yep. And nineteen to hit. Both will hit. Yay! Okay. <laughs> um, so that's going to be six uh plus eight uh, so that's fourteen piercing damage. Cool. Great. It's very uh, strange to use magic and like guns, a gun and at a the gun. same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's,
1: Well, it's as we've established, <laughs> bullets will be few and far between for you. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, Moss had a bunch in her pockets. <laughs> yeah. So you're good for now. Um, uh, Laura, uh, just to add to your sheet, uh, please draw or just mark somewhere three boxes uh, for ammo. Uh, oh, okay. Anytime you roll a one with the pistol, um, that's going to cost you an ammo box. Um,
0: gotcha. And once
1: you're out, you'll be out until you can find more ammo. As we've established, okay. black powder weapons do exist in this world, so it's not impossible. It's just never something Juniper's bought. It's not yeah. something you guys just have. It's it's rare but possible. But if Commander Potatoes could get it, you can too. The potatoes-based ba- uh, baseline for the economy here. Uh, great. Um, butthole. Great. He's just going to charge this bow guy. He gets shot twice, and Butthole's coming in with a hammer, because this is some fucking bullshit that, like, Quinny,
2: this is the worst plan ever! <laughs>
1: he yells with, like, an arrow in his shoulder and another in, like, his arm. Uh, and he's just going to charge this guy to kind of throw down up close, so... That is a 21 to hit yes very much yes Great. right <laughs> uh and that will do 6 regular damage plus uh 14 glowing fart damage for a grand total of 20 ooh yeah he uh it's a sound hit you 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 hear like a crunch as his armor dents um still up but uh very much bloodied um as he he staggers, you like crack his bow in half. Um, he kind of throws it aside. A little bit like the the traitor uh, stormtrooper guy. Just like yep. in frustration throws his bow away. And Goblin Jr. is like growling and circling behind, but he doesn't have an opening yet because mm. he did not successfully recharge for next turn. Great. Um, this guy uh, pulls knives off of uh, either side of his rib cage. Um, so he's got kind of two knuckle duster knives, um, but uh, he's clearly fucked up. Again, they're archers. They're not... This isn't their jam. Um, bring us to the drow. Uh, Laura, go ahead and roll your moonbeam damage on the saber-wielding drow. Thank you, you're meeting, Laura. Thank
0: you. You make a constitution saving throw. Uh, DC 10.
1: Ooh, does a six pass? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no. Um, so 14 radiant damage.
1: Uh, he hits the back wall, looks up, um, kind of like cracks his neck left and right squinting against the the light and starts to stagger forward with his saber kind of low like he's gonna do like a a running samurai uh strike um, but as he walks forward uh, his fingers begin to disintegrate and uh he kind of looks down in, in shock as his arm begins to disappear uh, and he has just enough time to kind of look up in in horror uh and then slowly he opens his eyes wide uh, as the the moonbeam consumes him. And, I, I just kind of uh, put
0: my hands up in a shrug. Like He
1: can't see you. Honestly, he lived underground for a long time, but that's cool. It makes you feel better. <laughs> um, but uh, he uh, he disintegrates in the Moonbeam. Uh, as for the other guy, uh, he's going to take two swings at Butthole with his knuckle duster knives. Uh, Ryan, your AC is 23? 23. Yeah, all right. He uh, misses by one it's a 22 <laughs> so he he swings with both knives but again you can tell like he's he's an archer he's he's bent for shooting, not stabbing uh but he gives it his all um and then uh, as a free action um he'll uh just like yell something and drow over his shoulder uh and from outside um uh, the uh the cold storage room uh you hear similar yells but uh in kind of frustration um can you roll me an insight check Please, Ryan. Yes. That is a 19. Um, being a mercenary, uh, you're familiar with like combat grunting. Uh, this very much sounds like help we're getting our ass kicked, and so are we, you fucker. Get out here and help us. Um, so uh no no help arrives. Uh
3: Quinny. Um I will. Emerge from cover and just kind of vault over to uh, to attack this uh, this final drow with uh, frostbite. Cool. Go ahead. Um, dirty twenty. That'll do. And you know what you get from this because he's engaged in combat with butthole. I do. Mm. Uh, and twenty four for thirsting blade the second attack. Yep. these are better numbers than last time. Um, 10, 11. So 21 plus seven, 28. Uh, and then plus my seven is, uh, uh, 30, what? 35. Oh
1: yeah. 24 left. So at this point you've triggered the kill animation. Um, what, uh, what do you do to
3: this guy? uh, I, I'm, I, I like sail in through the air, uh, and just plunge, uh, my short sword, like into his neck. And I kind of use that as like a way to stop my momentum as I'm flying through the air. Uh, and I just kind of like lock eyes with butthole as the guy like collapses to the ground. I'm like, it's only partly a bad plan if it's not executed well. Uh, and, and, uh, I look to the, the door, uh, to, to see what's going on out there. Uh, out there. There is a swirling
1: melee as trolls, uh, drow, and a massively armored orc battle around a massive suspended glowing crystal. It would seem that there is some other bullshit afoot. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V. Gavin and Abby McDonald. Cade Peters. Richard Cranium, Anna Zed. Eric Williams. Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Friendly. Cameron Ezell. Grandma Likes D&D, Alan. Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger. And Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
3: The Fable and Folly
0: Network, where fiction producers flourish.
3: Hello, hello, I'm Malik. I'm Jamie. And this is World Gone Wrong, where we discuss the unprecedented times we're living through.
0: Can your manager still schedule you for night shifts? After that, werewolf bit you.
3: My ex-boyfriend was replaced by an alien body snatcher, but I think I like him better now.
2: Who is this dude showing up in everyone's old pictures?
3: My friend says the sewer alligators are reading maps now.
2: When did the kudzu start making that humming sound?
3: We are just your normal millennial roommates processing our feelings about a chaotic world in front of some microphones. World Gone Wrong, a new fiction podcast from audacious machine creative. Creators of Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com.
0: Find World Gone Wrong in all the regular places you find podcasts. I love you so much.
3: I mean, you could like up the energy a little bit. You could up the energy. I actually don't take notes.
0: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was good.
3: (laughs) I'm just kidding. You sounded great.
0: (laughs) So did you. (laughs)